Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sub Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sub Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Yes, it is. Today we're talking about Trump's July 4th party, the Women's World Cup, and the charges against Jeffrey Epstein. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. You like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello, Sammy. Hello, Elise. How was your long weekend? Well, it was not just a long yes. weekend. I went on a two-week vacation. It was amazing. <laughs> did, yeah. did, did you feel any demarcation between um, when you were just on vacation and when, like, all of America went on vacation? Did I did. I did, mostly because my vacation ended, like, right before, like, right pretty much, like, on July 4th. Mm-hmm. And then I traveled through the whole weekend. So <laughs> I was like, everyone's having a great time. And I am, like, stuck on this plane or in this airport. Yes. And so I didn't have... I mean, my weekend of the fourth was not as amazing as the two weeks or the week and a half before, but it was great. Um, The only thing I would change is that I was, so I was 12 hours ahead Mm -hmm. and just like insanely jet lagged every night and I would be awake and it was like midday for you guys. So I would just be on Twitter um, reading really terrible things about the concentration (laughs) camps and the Hitler parade and I would just feel like... I couldn't get away from it. Like usually I can like shut off when I go on vacation and like not really be like part of things. But I felt like I couldn't like I was too I was too anxious and I couldn't like let it go. It's hard and it sucks you back in. Yeah. And especially when it's those hours where you are like weirdly jet lagged and you like you're like, I don't know what to do with my active brain. Like it's so easy to just get sucked back into the news. Yeah. But I will say I did get really into Kamala Harris. Yeah. You know, I got really into her. Her and um, Warren are experiencing a major surge. Yeah. They're doing great. I may go to a Kamala event on Wednesday. Ooh. I just am not sure if I'm going to be able to stay awake. So <laughs> that's extremely real. But I really just want to like meet her so bad. Yeah. That's but, I mean, I get it. She's she came out of those debates. I mean, we've talked about it at length on these episodes, but she came out of those debates. Yeah. Just stunning. Yeah. I could really see, I could like see a way for her. Yes. I mean, the dream ticket is obviously her and Liz. She, uh, yeah, in any order. In any order. (laughs) In any order, that's fine by me. She, uh, This American Life put out an episode today that's all about the people who are polling at like 1% or less before the debates. And it was super interesting. And only Julian Castro, the the only person who like surged beyond, who actually like changed their status. Everyone else, it's just like, okay. Well, because I think he's the only person who is like in the lower rungs Mm -hmm. who like was worthy of a status change. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I agree. I mean, Marion Williamson, she was fab. Don't get yeah, me wrong. She was fantastic. That's yeah. definitely true. But like, he's the only person who I think has like the legit qualifications and he just didn't have written the name recognition. Did you see that this billionaire Tom Steyer is thinking about, he like announced that he's like don't. thinking about getting into the race as a Democrat now. I'm like, we had a debate, bitch. Yeah. What like, are you talking about? I thought that I liked him. He I can, like him fine, but it's only a billionaire can not get in because he he was originally going to get in in normal time then said no then after the first debate is like you know what actually i'm gonna dabble in running for president okay like, howard no. schultz like yes yeah. again it's just this like entitlement of like i exist therefore i should be president you know what i haven't heard from howard in a long time is he 
I think okay. he's. I think he's not. I, I like don't think. I don't think. Is he running for president yeah. still? I feel like I have not heard from him. I'm not sure. He had like a two week tour where he was on every single TV show just being like, I don't like Medicare for all. And I was like, OK. And then now I haven't heard from him. Well, the tour didn't go that well. So No, yeah. it definitely didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's it, it was interesting. I mean, it's what I find fascinating is that like not one person took a hit from that mm -hmm. from the field of 20 like not single no one has dropped out like what why hasn't anyone the ego at least ego like not a one not a one not a one delaney we're not <laughs> stepping down nope eric swalwell we're not we're not stepping down here's the thing with like eric swalwell like you're young you have a career in politics like why don't you try to like work your way up like why do you need to be president the second you turn 35 it, i mean it's crazy it's it i really thought that we would shed one or two after this first debate no no the ego not at all the it's ego. the ego can't fight the ego the ego is unbelievable yeah so Elise, mm -hmm. what is getting you through the week in Trump's America? So what's been getting me through the week in Trump's America are the reports out of Trump's July 4th parade. It was his big party. He threw a big party this weekend. Initially, I wasn't supposed to be there <laughs> due to a transit nightmare. <laughs> I saw which I can't even begin to get into, but the Lincoln Tunnel got shut down on July 3rd and it was a big problem. Uh, I ended up traveling on July 4th, got into Union Station in D.C. and I was shocked, shocked. Three, okay, I get in at 3 p.m. This event is at 6. As a Northern Virginia native, I know that people start arriving for the D.C. fireworks early. If you want a spot on the mall, come on. You need to get there very, very early. So I get in and I'm expecting to see like tons of MAGA people, tons of protesters. I'm expecting to see people on both sides of the aisle, people who are just like families who go to the fireworks every year. Because that's the other thing that like, because it wasn't a complete failure on his part attendance wise. They haven't released numbers. It definitely it wasn't, wasn't like that. It wasn't extremely well attended and it wasn't extremely poorly attended either i think i think it was fine but like the other thing is he commandeered an event that thousands of families go to every year anyway like <laughs> I, what i what i do wonder is if there were more people would be more people on a normal year yeah that's what i haven't seen like truly any crowd size numbers to like compare was it less than a normal year was it more because it was both fireworks people and like trump supporters who wanted to like come to his crazy thing well i feel like there are fireworks people who wouldn't go Yes. Who? Well, I know. do know of families. And then non-fireworks people who, who would, would go. go. So maybe it just evened out. If, yeah. Because I do know of families who would go every year who sat this one out because they were like, I don't want to. Even if they're not that. They're like, I just don't want to be a part of this political weird thing. Yeah. Where like random Trump supporter QAnon people have st like pictures of JFK Jr. Because apparently they think that JFK Jr. is alive. Yeah. So they I read about this. They think that JFK Jr. faked his death and. And he's like now a cute like a QAnon like person conspiracy person and that he was going to reveal himself at the party yeah. like he was going to be <laughs> like I'm JFK Jr. It didn't happen but so, they did think that that was a possibility they were looking forward to it yeah 
And then I it guess didn't is happen. this like when those people announce their where they're like the world is going to end on this day and then it doesn't like and then they're like oops like they don't ever say like oh man we need to rethink everything like I'm sure no. they're just like oh JFK Jr. got stuck in the Lincoln Tunnel traffic he wasn't able to make it in right. time for the event right his travel plans got fucked up right, <laughs> right. so um I ended up being down there the only thing that I saw that like showed me that there was an event of any kind was I did see a family with their own baby Trump balloon, a mini baby Trump balloon, wow. which I loved. How did they get that? It was tied to the stroller. It was that's perfect. <laughs> it that's was in epic. that like birthday balloon, like foil oh, construction. Oh, nice. yes, yes. A bit. And it was, the, and that was, I was like, okay, so it is happening today. And then I shit you not, it poured all day. God's wrath. God, truly, <laughs> it poured on dc that if you look at the videos of trump's speech which was a psychotic speech to begin with he had to stand behind like a little the plexiglass he's standing behind plexiglass that's fogging up as he's speaking. it looked so dirty it looked they didn't even wipe the shit down yeah it's like gotta get some windshield wipers on that it's like are we get him enough like why do we he need to but he doesn't like to get rained on because of his hair he doesn't like he won't be rained on and that's why he had to do that and then the piece de resistance of the whole thing obviously is during his speech when he said that the revolutionary army took over the airports and i think we have a clip of him saying that the continental army suffered a bitter winter of valley forge found glory across the waters of the delaware and seized victory from cornwallis of yorktown our army manned the airport it ran the ramparts it took over the airports it did everything it had to do and at Fort McHenry, under the rocket's red glare, it had nothing but victory. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible. And it's also like clearly Stephen Miller just wrote like a sixth grade level speech about the Revolutionary War. But he claimed, OK, Trump later claimed that the rain broke the teleprompter. Yes. And that that's why he made that mistake. Yes. But like, what? Like, First of all, that doesn't make sense. And second of all, after he claimed that the rain broke the teleprompter, he then was like, but also I had the speech memorized, so it was fine. And so I'm like, so was that in the... It's like you can't even... He's so psychotic that he can't admit to making having made a mistake. So he's like, oh, I just misspoke. The teleprompter glitched and I misspoke, which is a normal human thing. But instead, he's like, the teleprompter broke, but also it didn't break. And I'm a genius and I memorized the speech. And it's like, well, now your excuse doesn't make any sense. Well, I think that he gave the I memorized the speech excuse because. So another one of the Twitter threads that I was mm -hmm. reading during my 2 a.m. jaunts on Twitter was. So there's these there's a bunch of people who think that Trump is like legitimately like has dementia now and that he's been having like many strokes and put and they threw that out threw that out as an idea for why Mike Pence was called back to Washington. Mm -hmm. Like like you know, when there's that like mysterious thing where he just like mysteriously yes. canceled oh, yes. something. He was mysteriously called back to Washington. So and that they're like they also think that that's why like Ivanka's constantly with him, that they're mm -hmm. trying to like hide that he's like going like like legitimately senile. senile yes and that that to me is like why he both like said that and also can't admit that he didn't exactly. remember the speech like i think that he probably knows that he's like and if you look at him and and listen to him like i know he's always sounded crazy but like i actually do think he sounded slightly more co coherent yes. a bit ago like if you read the readouts of what he's saying like 
it used to be that like each sentence made like semi sense mm-hmm. and then the whole thing made no sense. Yes. But now like he can't like even each sentence is a complete shit show. Well, even just that little clip is a mess. Yeah. He's all over the place, like in just his tone of voice. Like he feels like it feels like he's like losing his voice in the middle of it. I don't know what is going on. Yeah, it's it's not it's bad. But yeah, airports didn't exist during the Revolutionary War. That's clear. It's crazy. And Stephen Miller's very bad at writing speeches. Was it him? Uh, well, he's the speechwriter, so I'm sure he oversaw. It's weird that some... the president only has one speechwriter now. I'm sure that he has like a team of some kind, but it all goes through Stephen Miller's pen, I guess. <laughs> also, like, okay, so let's talk about the like the accoutrement yes. of the, of the parade. Yes. So he demanded that. Okay, so we don't know what it officially cost, but yes. we know that two and a half million was di- was uh, diverted from the National Park Service because, like, why need why have parks? You could yeah. just rake them, and we're fine. Yes. Um. So well, remember, Trump famously was like, "It's all it's all raking based. <laughs> raking is what stops all fires." Um. And so yeah. So he demanded that they have tanks specifically sherman tanks which haven't been manufactured since like the 1950s and he demanded fighter planes and like military officials and like all the shit and like apparently they couldn't even like have the tanks come in like on their own because they would have like fucked up the dc like sidewalks yeah so they had to put them on like on trucks so it just looked like the whole thing felt to me like a child playing dress up in yes. his mother's closet. Yes. Like in his heel. Like he comes out in like the heels and he's like, here I am. Like I'm a woman. Like, yeah, you know. I, I literally think, yeah, if you sat down a child and you were like, what do you want at your parade? He'd be like, big tanks and then planes <laughs> are going to fly by. At and the same time. The, all, the, all the planes are going to fly by. And everybody's gonna cheer for me. Like it's literally a child's dream. Yeah, exactly. And so I mean, they they also like so you said every year they normally have just fireworks on the mall for yes. everyone. It's like an apolitical event. Mm-hmm. No president has spoken at made a July fourth speech in seven decades. Yep. And basically they ended up closing off half the mall so that only like RNC VIPs could get a t- like donors, yes. huge donors could basically like get access to parts of the mall yes and a lot of the tanks and stuff for where the actual public could see the tanks were like so far away yeah it's it's absurd but i think the the best part of this whole thing is that um there it was on russian state tv and they basically were mocking it they were caught they mocked his display of old rusty tanks with peeling paint as election bs and that they said that he failed to keep up with putin it's like yeah you did so like first of all like I'm glad that it wasn't like a well put together, full on Hitler salute. Yes. But it's just funny that like the person he's trying to like impress specifically was like, you did a horrible job. Yeah. Oh, so sad. So sad. He got all dressed up to impress Putin and it didn't work at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, that has been getting me through the week. And the fact that I even was like tangentially around at the same time as it was so crazy to me. I was like, I can't believe that I'm going to be in D.C. for this. There is also this one really funny clip of a of like a Trump supporter being um, someone asked him, like, why is Joe Biden a socialist? And the person was like, he's a socialist because like he doesn't care about his people because he's he's not black or something like it doesn't. And it's like it doesn't uh, make any sense. It's like a what <laughs> you could be like, he's a socialist because he does 
whatever. He's I'm not, not a even socialist. Gonna, he's not. Well, first of all, Joe Biden is not a socialist at all. No. Like that's that's laughable. But if you want to accuse someone of being a socialist, you say because he wants to take money away from hardworking people and give it to people who don't work. If they, if you want to do party line like conservative accusing someone of being a socialist. That's pretty easy to just say. Well, all the people, all the Republicans who have like the uh, the intellectual capacity to to co- form that argument are now like never Trumpers. Yeah, who are like go Biden. That's also true, and they're yeah. definitely not at that July Fourth shit. They're no. on their fucking yacht with their family, far as hell away from all of in that. Capri. Yeah, they're not slumming it on the mall in no. the rain. No, no. No matter how many free tickets they get, no, not yeah. at all. Should we get into the main news? Yes. We actually have good news. Yeah. The women, the U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup. Yes. Did you watch? Yes. I watched it as well. The final, the, the final was the first game I watched the whole season. So but that, that was enough. That was a nice thing that I saw while I was on vacation. I was like, oh, I love these people. I yeah. love Megan, obviously, and our, Alex Morgan. Our game before that was the first game like game I'd ever tuned into which people listening to this podcast probably know because I pronounced uh rapino rapino like the whole last episode and I I was calling her that like for a while too exactly because I was listening to you (laughs) yes well that might be true but here's my here's my dilemma what's worse me pronouncing it rapino or you DMing me about it? That's the real question <laughs> that I pose to everyone listening oh my today. God. They're just trying to help. I know, I know. I'm sorry, and you're right, and I was wrong. It's Rapino. <laughs> I and thought she's it was Rapino too, but I'm happy I wasn't on a podcast early <laughs> enough to, to, to make I that. I learned mistake. about soccer two seconds ago. Leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, it's really entertaining. Honestly, honestly, now I'm like I'm about it, and also. They're amazing. Like every single one of them has become like an icon of my life just in like this week of Same. everything. But I still do not understand what offsides is. And I don't think I ever will. One of the women on our team, I can't remember who, their wife did a very funny explainer video just like about how soccer's played, which I watched. And when she got to offsides, she goes, for those of you trying to understand offsides, stop. It's not tr- it's not to be understood offsides is about surrendering to the unknown (laughs) and and there's no way to understand it and that did make me feel better uh okay but they won their fourth world cup second consecutive world cup um and it's the most of any team so we're a record setting team it basically means that we're like the gold standard of soccer yeah which we are who would have thought like we that we're just crushing i mean we've had a good soccer team i remember like posters of mia ham when oh, i was yeah, a child same like i feel like our women have been low-key killing i mean high key if you follow soccer but <laughs> if you're someone who has no fucking idea about anything they've yeah. been low-key killing it for if a very long time if you asked me to name up until last week if you asked me to name like one woman soccer player it would be mia ham yeah so that's also <laughs> out to a reverence from the 90s yeah, that's like literally being like name an actress, and you're like Alicia Silverstone, <laughs> <laughs> kinda <laughs> Denise Julia <Richards>? Roberts. <laughs> like, um, okay, um, this is all huge because the U.S. women's soccer team is currently suing U.S. soccer for gender equality. You guys have probably heard a lot of stuff. We've mentioned it on the pod, but. Um, They're suing basically for related to their wages, training, travel, marketing, all the stuff that they're supposed to get. They get less than the men, even though it's like a metaphor. Our team, our women's team 
is significantly better by many margins. So after our win, the stadium erupted into chants of equal pay. And I think we have a clip of Megan Rapino. I think it's just everybody's everybody's ready for it. Everybody wants it. Um, everybody's ready for the conversation to be moved um, to the next piece. And to have something like that, and you know, obviously in the biggest match um, that went so far beyond anything sport, um, was pretty incredible. Love her. Love her. Yeah, I mean, here's what's so egregious about the whole thing is that it's not just like a small pay gap. Women, the starting salary for for women players is 38% of men's. That is lower than like the worst minorities like pay gap. Yeah. That's like cuz that isn't is so, it so like it's 50 yes. I think for Hispanic women it's, it's like 54%, 54% on the, or it's 54 something cents on really, the dollar. It cuz Hispanic women they get the lowest and it's still more than what the pay gap is like in double. this situation. Or not so, double but a lot. Um, FIFA offered 30 million in prize money for this year's Women's World Cup. It gave 400 million to the men in 2018 tell me what they did to deserve that when they've never won like anything i think that's just in general to the whoever US wins men's soccer team but is are so bad but our men's it's it's particularly egregious so this is just for whoever wins it's not just the u.s if a women's team wins they get 30 million if a men's team wins they get 400 million which is insane fifa they, is an insanely corrupt organization oh yeah that actually I do know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it offered to double the pot for women for the 2023 to 60 million, but it also committed to raising the men's pot to 440 million. So not only is 60 million not even approaching the 400 million that men were making before, they actually also upped that, yeah. <sighs> which is crazy. In 2015, the Women's World Cup was the most watched match in U.S. history. This match actually hasn't surpassed that one yet, but it has surpassed the views of the last Men's World Cup final. Um, when they won in, you mentioned there, when they won in 2015, their salary was 38% of the men's. From 2016 to 2018, women's games generated $51 million in revenue compared to $48 million from the men's team. Which is interesting because I feel like I kept seeing people online being like, well, the men's game generates more revenue. Yeah, that's not accurate. I yeah. think people just started saying that, but it's it's not. Accurate. Maybe they mean that globally, but actually in the U.S. it's not. I so. think you might be right because obviously men's soccer worldwide is much it's much a, bigger. I mean, it's like one of the number one generate revenue. Ge it might be the number one revenue generating sport in the world. Probably. I, I think it probably is. That makes sense. Everywhere else other than here where it's basically football. Yes. Um, another racket. Um, yeah, another corrupt organization. Uh, but I kept, fe I feel like I kept seeing people be like, the women don't generate as much money. And I'm like, okay, first of all, part of what they're suing about is that they don't get the same promotion. They don't get like all this stuff that makes your team generate a lot of money and all the merch and all the promotional material. They weren't getting any of that. Well, apparently Nike put out a women's jersey and it was like the best selling jersey ever. Yeah. So it's also false that yeah. they're not. And it's yeah, it's like you're putting you're giving them every disadvantage and then you're saying that they do worse, which is not true. Yes. And then you're blaming like, like imagine if you gave them the attention that you gave the men how much better they would even and do than how that. Much, because in 2015, U.S. soccer was expected to project a loss of 430000 But after the women won the World Cup that year, it catapulted them to $17.7 million in profit. That's crazy. Which is crazy. They In 2015, they received $1.75 for winning the World Cup. And 
it that is only a third of the 5.375 million the men's team earned for losing in round 16. Yeah. So the men earned more for, for losing. Yeah. Three times more. It's to try I keep to even try to justify it is so crazy because it's like we're just asking for equal pay when in fact they should be getting paid more like three times more like had okay had in 2015 had the u.s men's team won the world cup they would have each taken home one million dollars each member and however each member of the women's team this year will take home around 260,000 which is 200,000 for women for winning and 60,000 for participating in a four-game victory tour so they need to go on a fucking victory tour yes to get like an extra little bonus so they're going to begin mediation with U.S. soccer in the upcoming months. So, I mean, they're probably going into these negotiations pretty fucking strong. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what can really be done, though? Like what, like, what can anyone really do? I mean, hopefully. The argument's here already. Like, the argument's here. Like, it's, it's all laid out. It's just obviously we're going to be following the case, but I feel like they couldn't be going into it stronger. You know, yeah. like to go in and be like, we just won the World Cup. We're actually the most winning team ever. We just won twice. Here's all of these numbers that I got from the Betches Sup podcast. <laughs> uh, they just play this section of the podcast and they're like, Duh. case closed. Yeah. Case fucking closed. So we'll be paying attention to that. Yes. Um, so we're about to get into the Jeffrey Epstein allegations. And we just want to give a quick trigger warning about the next few minutes of the episode. Check the episode notes to see when to tune back into one more thing. Let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Oof, hard pivot. Hard, hard pivot <laughs> from from sports victory to convicted sex offender <laughs> and multimillionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah. So he was arrested this weekend they arrested him fresh off the plane from paris where he's been vacationing since mid-june um basically they arrested him in connection with federal sex trafficking allegations stemming from accusations of sex trafficking and child molestation in new york and florida from 2002 to 2005 although i think it was going on much longer um in the past just to give some like background background Jeffrey Epstein has already served time in jail, most of it on work release. So Mm -hmm. he was doing like half days in jail, like work from home and jail. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason he got that sweetheart deal was because Alex Acosta, current labor secretary, current labor secretary, basically let him off really light for these charges. But that was only for like one instance of the molestation. But they have apparently a ton more victims and evidence against him. And since the statutory of the statute of limitations statutory. um, Yeah. The statute of limitations on sex trafficking crimes is never is uh, like forever. Yeah. You can always bring charges against it. So they're basically bringing more charges again. Um, and on that sweetheart deal, um, there's an amazing article that went out in the Miami Herald earlier this year about Alex Acosta's sweetheart deal. But he got he went for 13 months and he was allowed to leave every day to go to, to work. work. Yeah. But there are people who got caught with like a gram of weed who are in Rikers Island forever. Yeah. It's just something to think about. It's a fair you know? country. Just something to think about. Someone, this man is not only a pedophile, which is bad, but he's a pedophile who worked to connect children to other pedophiles. <laughs> like he's like created a network. Yeah. <sighs> so I mean, basically, any profile you read on him from like 
like a standard like from the past will basically be like Jeffrey Epstein is this like genius hedge fund manager who's made all his billions by basically playing like currency markets and like because he's just so strategic and his job is basically managing money for people with a billion dollars or more but what's sort of becoming apparent is that his job maybe he was doing some financial things but it seems that his actual job was connecting well very well off powerful men with small ch- small wh- small girls yeah. like to have sex young with. girls they said like some as young as 14 yeah or or even younger um i read 12 for yeah. one of them um so basically the new the new basically This past weekend, federal prosecutors unsealed new charges accusing Mr. Epstein of running a sex trafficking operation that lured dozens of underage girls as young as 14 to his Upper East Side home and to a mansion in Palm Beach. Um, He's accused of engaging in sex acts with minors during naked massage sessions, then paying them hundreds of dollars in cash, which and he also had employees and paid other girls to lure other paid paid underage girls to lure on other underage girls to be part of this and it's kind of the classic like oh you should be a model i know he like is saying it's saying it's a quote-unquote modeling agency and then he invites you to a party for the quote-unquote modeling agency and all the people at the party are 14 year old girls and all the other people at the party are old ass rich men yeah so you i mean Basically, these um, these charges come from the Southern District of New York, which is um, you don't fuck with them. They yeah. seem to really have their shit together. Loving the Southern District of New yeah, York. Yeah, loving them. This case implicates a lot of like really, really powerful people from Hollywood, yes. Washington, various businesses. And um, because we are a political podcast, yes. we cannot neglect to mention that Donald Trump and Bill Clinton are two of the famous friends 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 clients quote-unquote of jeffrey epstein donald trump uh once was quoted saying about epstein uh i've known him for 15 years he's a terrific guy he's a lot of fun to be with it is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as i do and many of them are on the younger side that's literally what he said about this man yeah so donald trump if you can remember all of his many businesses, he ran a quote unquote modeling agency for a time where basically he would like bring girls over from foreign countries, many from Eastern Europe, because he obviously has an affinity for that area. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically he would like put like squeeze a million of them into apartments and then have them model quote unquote. But Jeffrey Epstein apparently said that if he were to set it, he wanted to start start a modeling agency too, mm-hmm. modeling agency, quote unquote, and he wanted to set it up just like Donald Trump's. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these Epstein girls, like Donald Trump was sourcing these yes. girls. Like that's what's most likely. Oh, absolutely. And we know that Donald <clears throat> Trump has used his weird properties as ways to scam on young girls. There's the story of the Miss Teen USA pageant where he would walk into the dressing room while young girls were changing. Like, yeah. So we know th- this is known. Well, here was here's what this also like unearthed. Yes. Um, Sarah Silverman basically like quote tweeted this thread. Um, it, it was covering an old case from mm-hmm. several years 
several years ago that was dropped yes it was they didn't like resolve it it wasn't settled the girl just dropped the charges because she had received so many threats and mm-hmm. didn't want to come out basically she said that he had tied that she had had sex with donald trump and jeffrey epstein mm-hmm. that donald trump tied her to a bed and raped her mm-hmm. like th- i think this was the fourth time she had had sex with him that it was like a true like yeah. he literally just like raped Attacked her she her, begged yeah. him to stop and this was corroborated by the recruiter Mm-hmm. The woman who had recruited her to be as part of this like sex ring. Yes. And the woman watched, like saw it happen, heard the girl like stop. She, the, the woman also like says in the, in the filings that it was that Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump knew the girl was 13 years old. Yes. And that he, that Donald Trump said to her that if she like tells anyone she'll disappear like Mar- this girl Marina, who they had once like both had some sort of sexual encounter together well, with him where's marina we need gone. to find marina She's gone. immediately yeah, um that's so and that that girl disappeared yeah and if you okay obviously this is a lot of really intense information and but this if is you, here's the thing this is all in court filings like yes i, I saw the screenshots of it Yes. So you can find information. This woman's name. We do have her name. Her name is Katie Johnson. Oh. She's the one who accuses Trump of assaulting her in 1994. The lawsuit was brought in 2016. And then she dropped it pretty quickly after that because of the intensity of the backlash against her. So we don't have like no one's actually investigated these claims. But what there is and you can find it in that Twitter thread that Sarah Silverman retweeted is there is a filmed video of her deposition where she talks about all this. It's extremely heart wrenching. It's really intense. But she includes a couple details that are really interesting to me because they um, they're they're square with each they other. square with Trump's weird idiosyncrasies that we know about him. Like, for instance, and this is so gross and I'm sorry for bringing it to you guys, but she said that she had to jerk him off with a glove on because he's a hypochondriac, which we actually do know that he's a hypochondriac a and germaphobe. Yeah. A ger- yeah. Yeah. Like a germaphobe and that he like, uh, I think her line is like, no one touches Mr. Trump's penis without a glove, which is just like, I can't even wow. think about. But he also said that she reminded him, him of his of- daughter and, Yes. Yeah. She also claims that he said that she reminds him who of was Ivanka, 13 at the time. Who was 13 at the time in 1994. So yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton was also a friend of Jeffrey Epstein and accepted offers to fly on his private jet many times and vacation on an island that housed Epstein's mansion. Apparently, this island was kind of like ground zero for where this was going down yeah so if i mean i'm sure there were a lot more famous people who are concerned that they may be found out but like what the fuck what's with these like i don't understand like i didn't realize that so many people like were not interested in just like normal women around their age or even like you know 20 years younger like No, I mean, the, the the levels of depravity that exist are crazy. And this is why I don't think any a single billionaire should be able to have an island. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> we don't know what they're doing. We don't right. know. That, and then we find out and we're like, oh, my God, it's really bad. Yeah. And I mean, really, the grossest thing about this is that, like, you hear this and you're like, OK, this is what he's been doing his whole life. No fucking wonder he doesn't mind that there are children dying in these concentration camps. Yeah. Because that's how he values this is how he treats our children yeah this is what he thinks like they should just be there and like and what's scary though is that like you you heard about all those like comments in the facebook boards about like aoc and they're all just like really gross Mm -hmm. and it's like you realize that these are not like 
an exception. These are the rules. Like the, he, these people are in the administration working for for him. Yes. Because they do that. Like there's no one in this administration who is not like deeply corrupt and like potentially sexually like deviant. Alex Acosta, who is our current labor secretary, struck this deal with Epstein and he kept a predator out of prison, kept someone who was trafficking young girls out of prison. It's not like this guy. I mean, I think it's crazy that billionaires and millionaires are able to like negotiate their way out of prison anyway. But it's not like he did some blue collar like he like, you know, did insider trading or some shit. You know what I mean? Like this is a dangerous person who preyed on children and he gets a sweetheart deal and he gets to leave jail whenever he wants to go to work yeah and he was represented by alan dershowitz and kenneth star (gasps) so the ken star report birds of a feather alan dershowitz uh, was also accused of having sex with these children like 16 year olds um so I mean, no wonder Alan Dershowitz became like Trump's number one defender because it seems like the way that people would talk about Jeffrey Epstein being this just like financial genius, it seems like this was all a front and the real business he was running was this pedophile ring. Yeah, and it's just That's like the part that's not being said because if you also look at his like financial things that he did like there's not a lot of like basis like it's all like kind of a black box and it also goes to show that when you're dealing with these like high roller like powerful men it's not about party it's not about any of that stuff because we've got bill clinton here we've got trump in there it's going to be people on obviously we're looking at the trump administration right now because they're in power but it's going to be people on both sides of the aisle gross ass men with too much money and too much time who Think they can take whatever the fuck they want from anybody, even if it's a little child. Yeah, it's like, disgusting. It's it's horrible. Yeah, and I mean, you see, like on Twitter, all the conservatives being like, "But what about Bill Clinton? He did it too." It's like, yeah, yeah. So throw him in jail. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm like, literally, I said it. I'm like, yeah. If Bill Clinton goes down because he's revealed to have been a part of this ring, good. Yeah. If Bill Clinton is was having sex with children on an island, he should be in trouble. Yeah, like I'm 100 percent cool with him being in trouble for that. The other interesting thing is that we brought up QAnon earlier and they're like weird theories about like the pizza pedophile ring run out of the pizza shop. It's like they we just all we have to do is look at the things that they make up, like their weird theories, the weird things that they say to know what they're actually doing. That's what this all this all shows is that like, yeah, they thought of that because like that is what they're doing like yes. that's what's happening so yeah Jess yeah. Dweck who's like very funny on Twitter had a tweet that was like the fact that all of these like conservative thinks conservatives thinks that we're gonna cover up for Bill Clinton just because he's on our side of the aisle really shows like their own hand yeah. Yeah. and it shows like their MO and what they would do yeah because they're like oh of course you guys are gonna just like let it slide for him and i'm like oh no 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 i mean next time you hear a ridiculous like psychotic conspiracy theory out of the right now you know about the democrats now you know what to look for and they're what they're doing what they're actually doing that's exactly. how you know. okay let's do one more thing just a quick minute on the census um, so last week or two weeks, I don't even know what day. It is. Yeah, what day? We is thought it? we had a victory with the census because the Supreme Court basically said that they could not add a citizenship question to the census. So they had to, was, they put it like on pause. They were like, you, they were like, 
the reasons you gave us are whack. You have to come back to, for new reasons. And at this point, like the census needs to be printed. Right. So it looked like it was like a de facto victory because we heard like from the Department of Justice, they were like, we're going ahead with printing the census. So everyone's like, we're printing the census. Right. Then everyone starts tweeting big loss for Trump. He we he can't handle that. Yeah. So then he tweets. He tweets the news reports about the Department of Commerce dropping its quest its quest to put the citizenship question on the census is incorrect or to state it differently fake. We are absolutely moving forward as we must because of the importance of the answer to this question. So after he did that, there was basically a phone call between like the ju- like the DOJ lawyers, the judge in this case being like. To my knowledge, like, we're still doing what we're doing. I don't know. I can't stop the president from tweeting, but, like, I don't know what he's talking about, essentially. Yeah. Like, literally. And also, like, the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, had literally just said, like, no, we're just printing the census. And he just contradicted everyone. Because yeah. I don't think that he actually did any. I don't think that he, in that moment, had actually taken any action to, like actually stop the census from being printed no he was just like talking out of his ass and i'm kind of unclear if any real action has actually been taken or if he just tweeted that well i think they started printing it but then he claimed trump claims he's going to send out a second thing with a citizenship question as the addendum yeah good luck bitch (laughs) but they're also looking for like different basically they're looking for different ways to be like we need to add this question but they're not allowed to add like a racist. They're not allowed to give a racist answer. So they have to come up with something. Yeah. But they can't. I mean, I if he know. wants to honestly, if he wants to send it as an addendum and have absolutely no one fill it out, that's But what true. if you don't get counted if you don't answer the addendum? Like, But I feel like he can't. I think that like, I think that he's pretending like there's more room for him to do something here than there actually is. I think there's a lot. I actually think there's like a lot of room for them to fuck this up. Like, I think that just even the fact that there's like all this question, this like un- lack of clarity about it, like is going to cause people to like not answer. And they're essentially going to like, or there's just like the census is just going to be like totally off. Like, and well, wrong. yeah, I mean, I think that he's damaged the census for sure but i don't know so that how, he's gonna get what he wants out of it, it necessarily not, it may not end up that there is a are you a citizen question but it might be like do you, are you documented like they might i just feel like they're gonna somehow fuck this up and win because they don't they stop at nothing see they just, i feel they've like they've even fucked up something as basic as the census like i would never even think that something as like benign and like boring as the census couldn't be immune to this i think i think that if he actually tries to like go around the supreme court and be like a dick to the supreme court what will actually happen is they'll end up putting their foot down about the census like i think he's going to try to answer this question and they already were like you have to come back with a better reason if they see that he's just trying to do it without them i think that the supreme court even though i don't like trust them that much i do think that they're going to be like well you can't just not listen to us i don't know maybe and it's also their duty to count people like it that is in it's a constitutional obligation that he has to count people so i don't think that they can send something out like an addendum and then be like you're not counted if you don't fill in the addendum because you have to it's like in the constitution that you have to count everyone 
I know you're like really hopeful about this, but I feel like none of it matters anymore. <laughs> I feel like he has no idea what the census is. He has no idea how it works. I think he's just saying shit on Twitter. And I kind of feel like the actual people who are doing the census are still just printing it without the question. Yeah, I think. That's my take on it. I'm not this as pessimistic thing, about the census. This whole thing is like so fucked and it doesn't seem like Nancy is going to do like... Where well, Nancy's, is Nancy Pelosi? Nancy's been a mess Can lately. we ask that question? By the way, we added a feature, the question of the day, to the email, um, to the yes. Betches Sub email. So you guys should sign up, betches.co slash sub sign up. And my question of the day is, what the fuck is Nancy Pelosi doing? Where is she? What the fuck is she doing? It's like... Add that to at, the census. At one point, are you Nancy Pelosi? Where have <laughs> you been? What the fuck are you doing? At one point, I was like, okay, I understand her strategy, restraint. You know, the middle of the country doesn't like feel how we do. But like now I'm just like, you're just letting all this shit happen. Like yeah. you are rolling over. Yeah, I think that she's. Const- Did your husband end up in Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile ring? Is that what this is about? Like, <laughs> like truly? I mean, it's just. Um, I think shameful. that she's like, yeah, uh, really falling into like how ha- like politics as usual because I don't think that she understands naive. how to like meet this so moment. Okay, well, exactly. like, figure Which it sucks. out. She just, like, tried to shade, like, AOC or whatever, like, said something, like, kind of yeah. shady about her. And I'm like, whatever, dude, that's the future, okay? Maybe, like, think about if there that. Is a future. If there is a future. And that should bring us to the end of the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Brown. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. Batches.